0: Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga, and, and this better be good. good.
1: You know what it is, it's the weekly podcast where Garrett and I review, review a movie before seeing it, and review it again after seeing it, and this week we're seeing Terminator. Dun, 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 dun.
0: Dark Fate.
1: Dun, 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 dun. Ooh.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's the kids' Bop version. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll read, <laughs> we'll read the Olsen. Now, Sarah Connor and a hybrid cyborg human must protect a young girl from a newly
0: modified liquid Terminator from the future. So the plot of every Terminator. Sounds like the second one. So here, so I'll, I'll start, okay. and then you can probably take most Go of ahead. this. Go um, I was reading an article, not an article, I read a title and it said <laughs> "Linda." Well, I'm Ham- glad you
1: admitted that yeah.
0: <laughs> Linda Hamilton not given enough to do a new Terminator film something along those lines and I'm like she's fucking 65 years old mm. I don't expect Arnold Schwarzenegger to do shit in this movie yeah so what is the fucking complaint? I can't believe that's a complaint about this movie. She's an old lady and she's not given enough to do. You mean action-wise? Because I'm sure she's going to drive the plot somehow. I don't think she is. I think the
1: the, I, uh, the yeah. main T, st- whatever the new Terminator is, the woman, the young woman, yeah. I think she's going to be drive the plot along.
0: Well, I, I mean, I'm sure. But I, I think there's going to be a lot of, di- I mean, what I mean is dialogue scenes. Ooh. Linda Hamilton's going to have a ton of dialogue. It's not like she's just going to be there. She's in the action, like she's gonna be in it. But it's like, she's gonna shoot a grenade launcher, but she's not gonna like do somersaults and fucking, like, uh, what are the like lift pull-ups, li- pull-ups, like in the she's Terminator in Two. She's good shape. She might be able to she, do pull-ups. She so. is, but at the same time, it's like so is Arnie, and I don't think he's gonna be taking drop kicks to the chest or whatever the fuck. He so. didn't realize. He didn't realize. <laughs> I know. He already did it. So. I don't know. I, th- I think that's such an interesting thing to say, but I don't know. I'm I'm apprehensively excited about this movie. I'm not excited about this movie. I, I, I mean, I'm kind of like,
1: eh, yeah, I like Terminator. But it's like, we've been here before so many times already. Yeah. And it's just... I, I mean, it's, I'm sure it has a... I trust Tim Miller. Um, yeah. I, I trust James Cameron wrote most of the story. He produced the movie. I trust him. I don't think Lyndon Hamilton would sign on if it wasn't worth it. Yes, that's um, another
0: thing. That's, that's what's got me like, oh, interesting. I'm so, very yeah. interested.
1: Yeah, I'm going in this very optimistic, but like uh, was it uh, cautiously optimistic? Yeah. like I don't want to be like, oh yeah, this is going to be a return to form for Terminator. Definitely not. I um, don't think it will be. I think it's going to be a lot of trying to build for future movies with these new, this new Terminator character mm-hmm. um, who's played by, I just pull it up and then close my phone, played by in, Mackenzie Davis.
0: Yeah, she was in uh, Blade Runner 2049. She was really good at it What did she play? She played, she played um, you, you remember that movie, mm-hmm. right? So movie. there's the one point where uh, I think she's the hooker but she like gets the Oh yeah, that is she, her. Yeah, she, oh yeah. Is that an offensive term? Can we say hooker still? Prostitute, whatever. Prostitute. A I mean, she's the whore. <laughs> she's the Frank whore Reynolds. that
1: she's a whore. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I think I think most of this plot is gonna be building towards like whatever next movie is gonna be in special, which according to the box office, there is not gonna be a next movie. That's the
0: thing too, is like it's a hundred million dollar loss, basically. Oh,
1: no, that's way more yeah. than that. I mean, What oh, is movie, it now? the, oh, the, the they, budget. The budget's one hundred eighty-five million dollars. Production budget. Marketing yeah. is somewhere between eighty and a hundred million. This movie needs to make four hundred fifty million dollars to make a profit, and it made twenty-two million this past weekend.
0: Well, I mean, what else is it up against?
1: This weekend, nothing. It was the only thing that came out. I
0: hope this crushes the big box like not the big box but the i mean advertising what the fuck
1: there's a ton of advertising for this.
0: how much did they in what
1: everywhere dude it's been everywhere i mean it's been tv it's been on facebook youtube i've seen commercials for i mean when i work at the bar whatever i see commercials for it
0: every 20 minutes dude they did not need to advertise this at all apparently they did cuz nobody saw it well that's the problem is because they they put it they put it, it okay if you have a big franchise film we all know we know. We know. And it's not because of your advertising. It's because of word of mouth. People say, "Yeah, so but there's a new Terminator think about movie? This.
1: We're, we're movie buffs.
0: We... No, no, no. I mean just simpleton people. I really feel... Th- people... <laughs> seriously. They are going to know there's a new Jurassic Park movie coming out. Yeah. They're going to know there's a new Terminator movie coming out. They're going to know. They're going to know. All Arnold Schwarzenegger has to do is be like, Hey, guess what? I'm going to be a new Terminator. <laughs> and then that word spreads and everyone's like, Oh, that's the guy that got drip- drop dropkicked. It's gonna. It, it does, you don't need to do eighty million dollar advertising. Need to one hundred million. Fuck you, dude. I was watching in what Instagram ads. I was watching
1: an NBA game the other day, and a commercial came on, yeah. and it was uh, Los Angeles Clippers stars Paul or Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, and you know what they're doing. Working out with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton in the commercial. It was just an advertisement for Terminator. Well, that's fun. Because Quiet Leonard's nickname is the Terminator, because he's uh, emotionless. Okay. <laughs>
0: that's fun. Does that mean that they they paid Linda Hamilton mm-hmm. and Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. like, what, $4 million each to do this goddamn <laughs> I don't know about commercial? about $4 million, but <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like Super
1: Bowl numbers for commercials.
0: That's so stupid. Anyway, whatever. I mean, it, fine, if you want to do that, but God, that's on them. I mean, that's on the advertise. that's on the company, that's on all these people for putting that much money into something that does not need that much money put into it. you Word of mouth. So then, the problem that you create then is you're over-advertising your movie. It's the same as like why people are like, oh, that song sucks because it's overplayed. Mm-hmm. Now you're over-advertising your movie and then people are like, oh, we've seen everything that's in the trailer. Nah. It, it, trailers need to be completely revamped in how they're fucking...
1: I mean, we uploaded that video uh, was a month ago. About yeah. The, the people who made this, who cut the second trailer for this movie. Great
0: trailer! That trailer made me want to see the movie. That trailer's far better than the trailer that far better, Paramount put out. Doesn't put a ton of shit in it. I really, from that trailer and him breaking it down, that made me want to watch that movie. Yeah. This movie we're about to see, Terminator: Dark Fate. Everybody. Guys, I, I
1: have a, I have a new segment I want to introduce to this. Every week I want to do this. It's called. Oh boy. Bold prediction. We make one bold prediction about the film.
0: I like that. Yeah,
1: isn't it nice? Yeah, bold prediction. Yeah. Bold prediction. All right, bold prediction. Either uh, Sarah Connor or the original uh, T-800 is going to die permanently in this movie. So. So either Arnold Schwarzenegger or Linda Hamilton will die permanently in this film. Bold prediction.
0: Hmm. Interesting. You You can mull it over. I think that might happen, but... Okay, well, I'm going to make a bold prediction. All right. Um, it'll be too long. How long is this movie? Two hours, 14 minutes. This movie will be too long. Bold prediction. <laughs> um, the problem with having that long of a movie for this movie is that it's not T2. T2 covered a lot of ground, had a ton of action set pieces, practical, and... Great use of CG. This movie is going to be all CG. Um, We've seen the set pieces in the trailer, and uh, guaranteed the characterization is not going to be worth a shit, and uh, I don't know, I mean that's just what I'm looking at.
1: You know, I think... Too long. If this movie can just be a two hour action fest, I think I'm on board. I think I can handle that. And again, I trust Tim Miller. We know he can direct action. We've seen what he did on a shoestring budget with Deadpool. Yeah. Now he's got $180 million
0: to fuck around with. Bad idea. I don't know, I think it's a good Too much I, money. I, too many cooks. Too many cooks. This is another thing about it being a box, box office bomb, which it, it, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> the problem that people are going to attach to it is that there are three female leads and execs are going to think that this movie bombed because there are three female leads.
1: I haven't seen anything uh, alluding to that yet.
0: But we're not in the higher execs up and ups, like, guaranteed. Like, The Thing, the John Carpenter movie, that was also a box office bomb, right? The Thing? Yeah. The,
1: new one, uh, the old one?
0: The old one, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it
1: was a, it became yeah, a cult classic. it was bomb. Yeah.
0: But the reason is because it went up against E.T. Mm-hmm. They don't think that. They think it's like, oh, no one wants to see a sci-fi alien movie. That's the reason that they're thinking it. Well, E.T. is a sci-fi alien movie. But it's like a negative, it's a negative thing, you know. So it's like, well, John Carpenter, that's the problem. It's like, no, 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 it went up against a family a family film. Mm-hmm. That's the reason that it didn't. It was an R-rated um, movie that went up against a Steven Spielberg thing. It's not John Carpenter that's the problem. That movie is fucking fantastic. The problem with this movie is not that there's three female leads. I think the problem with this movie is that it was over-advertised and no one gave a shit. You know, I didn't even think about, I didn't, I don't, I don't know. I didn't
1: think that... Granted, we're not an executive Behind closed
0: doors, I'm pretty sure that's what they're all... I mean, that's the last time we get three female... There's actually a lot
1: of female executives in Hollywood.
0: Uh, now. <laughs> but, I mean, are they at Paramount? I don't know. I know Sony's got a lot of female executives. Interesting. Maybe that's why all Sony movies suck. Into <laughs> oh! the Spider-Verse? Shots fired. That's the one Spider-Man movie that's good. Yeah. I'm Whoa, kidding. there's more than one that's good. That from
1: Sony? Sony did the original Spider-Man trilogy.
0: Yeah, but they didn't... I mean, come on. They also did Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. And The Amazing Spider-Man too. Well, you know. It's not... I'm joking. Bill Murray did because, Garfield. <laughs> It's not because there's women that are involved in the movies, but... Man, Sony is really dropping the ball on a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Any Jew...
1: <laughs> so, I, um... I don't know. I just, I just, I want this to be good. It's not gonna be. I mean, it might be. It's gonna be fine. It'll be fine. If they can just stick to this, if they need to pick one, they, there's not gonna be a bunch of character development, I feel like, like you said. If there's not, they need to fucking go all in on the action then. Yeah. So this has got to at least be entertaining for two hours and 14 minutes. And I should <laughs> pee beforehand.
0: Um, I should pee too. Uh, T2? Stop. T6? <laughs> T6. Is this the sixth one? I love, I. you know, I was thinking about it a bit. For, like um, related to franchises and titles because mm-hmm. I think titles are so interesting in movie franchises. Like, you could have the James Bond where it's not like James Bond 1, James Bond yeah. 2, James Bond 3. Just name like, them different things. Yeah, like Dr. No from Russian Would Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball, You Only Live Twice on him. And I'd keep going with the bit and I'd say every fucking one of them. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, or you could go the Friday the 13th route, like, right? Chapter, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, part 2, Friday the 13th, part 3, Friday the 13th, no part 4, the final chapter. Ah, And then you go back to part 5. Or you could do Saw, right? Saw, Saw 2, Saw 3, Saw 4, Saw 5, Saw 6, Saw 3D. (laughs) And then Jigsaw, which is like, okay, now we're back to form, and then no one saw the movie. So, you're going to talk about Fast and the Furious? That's the other one that I want to do, too. Uh, The Fast and the Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious. (laughs) Fast and the Furious presents Tokyo Drift. Fast and Furious. Fast Five. (laughs) Furious Six. Fast and Furious Seven. The Fate of the Furious. (laughs) Lick my dick, okay?
1: It's weird to call it Furious Six. Like, there's six movies called Furious. And then there's five
0: movies called Fast? Come on now. But yeah, uh, so that's an idea for a bit I had. It'll probably go nowhere because it's so weird. I like it. It's pretty really funny. Um, and then also Terminator movies. The Terminator, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, mm-hmm.
1: Terminator 3, Terminator 3 Rise
0: of the Machines, Terminator Salvation, so they drop the numbers, mm. Terminator Genesis, spelled with 18 I's, <laughs> and then and, and, two a, and, a <laughs> and, uh, and then Terminator Dark Fate. So this is interesting. I mean, this, this is clearly capitalizing on... T two Judgment Day, mm-hmm. Judgment Day and Dark Fate sound very similar in tone, like just the the wording. Yeah, Judgment Day, Dark Fate. It, it's it's very. Now do we know if it the, also rhymes? Do we know where we're at in canon? With Three, these movies? four, five. Do not count. Six is which is also another reason that I hated the new Halloween remake. Because they ignored all the other ones. Because they ignore the other ones, and then I guarantee that the twist in the new one that's coming up is going to be that they're related. Because that's from There's the second Halloween. There's another Halloween movie coming out. There's two more Halloween movies coming out. David Bride writing and stuff. Yeah. Nice. Hall- ha- uh, Halloween Kills and Halloween. <laughs> Sounds like a fake ass movie, dude. It's
1: real. That <laughs> just wrap production.
0: They just wrap production. Oh man. Halloween kills and then Halloween.
1: Does it come out right a year before Thanksgiving?
0: (laughs) That's funny. But no, 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 they come out uh, consecutive years. So 2020, 2020, and 2021. Yep. Speaking of
1: future movie news, we're only three weeks away from Knives Out. Just want to put that out there in the universe. Very excited. 99% of Rotten Tomatoes. Just want to put that out there in the universe. Yep. Um, Also, we need to talk about the Batman. The Batman. The casting for this movie is goddamn bananas. <laughs> it's so insane. It's insane banana pants is what it is. So let's so let's talk about confirmed for the film. We've got Robert Pattinson as Batman. Mm. We've got Jeffrey Wright as uh, Commissioner Gordon. <clears throat> Jeffrey Wright from Westworld and played Martin Luther King Jr. in one of those documentaries. Dude, he was also
0: Felix Leiter in the new James Bond movie. Oh, that's true. I He's in that. No Time to Die.
1: Yeah, he, he is. He was in the last two, right? Last three. He
0: was in Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, and Sky. He wasn't in Skyfall. He wasn't in Spec- Skyfall or Spectre. Yeah. He's in No Time to Die. Good to bring him back. Jeffrey Wright's a great fucking. Love actor. Jeffrey Wright. But
1: um, if you haven't seen this, eh, never mind. If you, if you haven't seen the first season of Westworld, watch really, it. Really, really good. Oh, he's still so good in it. Um, we've got uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler. Oh my god. Um, we have uh, uh, what was the one that just got. Zoe Kravitz. Uh, Zoe Kravitz Catwoman. as Catwoman. Wow. Um, wow! 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 Um, Colin Farrell is close to End the Negotiations So supposedly getting close to playing the Penguin
0: Which I love more than Jonah Hill
1: Yeah, first of all, we put it on our fan page And there was some some blow People didn't like that casting choice And I'm like, have you seen his movies? Jonah Hill? No, Colin Farrell. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he's a very interested. great fucking actor. Like you
0: guys are crazy. If you're he's against so good. the
1: idea of Colin Farrell being in any movie, go watch Col- go watch In Bruges and tell me that Colin Farrell dude be he in this
0: blew movie. me away in Widows. I forgot uh, he's a great actor. Yeah, he's yeah.
1: amazing. Um, and then the other rumor is. Well, there's two more rumors. Matthew McConaughey is rumored as- um, Harvey Dent. Harvey
0: Dent. Not saying Two-Face, just Harvey Dent, which I love the idea that they're setting up a universe of Batman movies. Yeah. Where, like they did with um, Harvey Dent in the first Batman, because it yeah. was played Except by- Except
1: they, they did it all in one movie.
0: No, no, no. Wait, what?
1: Yeah. Oh, the, like the original Batman? The Tim Burton. Oh. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, who, he, who played Harvey Dent He was played by- Who, who played Lando? What's his name? I can't. Oh, I'm blanking um, right now. Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. He played Harvey oh, Dent right, in he Batman. Did oh, yeah. So that was he was set up that way, and then he was supposed to be in Batman Forever. But then once Tim Burton dropped out, and then Joel Schumacher came in, Tommy Lee Jones became the, that was the same. It was supposed to be the same character.
1: So any you <laughs> turned white. Uh, um, and then the last one is this one's pretty far down the rumor mill, but Andy Serkis is. Being heavily rumored to play Alfred, which I think is a weird choice. I love I think circus. it's
0: I think it's a weird choice. But I he's feel very like... young
1: to play Alfred. I feel like. Yeah. He's supposed to have raised Bruce.
0: Yeah, he could. He could be another character.
1: Although Robert Pattinson's pretty young. He is. I mean, like, what thirty maybe? And the circus. Probably well, I mean, 50.
0: I mean, if you're going the route of Jeremy Irons, who played Alfred, which I think was interesting. Hipster Alfred. Very interesting yeah. choice, but it worked. For me, yeah.
1: Even though they're pretty close in age,
0: yeah. Um, and uh, J.K. Simmons was Commissioner Gordon in the in the DC. They gave him EU. that shit to do nothing. Fucking what? Two scenes was he in? Uh, yeah. Jesus, they and he got them. ripped. Fuck them. Whole franchise. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's an interesting choice. Um, but Andy Serkis, I'm sure, will be in this in some way because of the connection with Matt Reeves. Yeah. Because uh, Matt Reeves, if you don't know was the director and writer basically of dawn of the planet of the apes which is one of my favorite movies and war for the planet of the apes which is a big letdown for me but i think he still knows what he's doing with the batman we weren't doing the podcast at that point right no
1: because we did see we said when war for the planet of the apes came out we watched all three of those movies in the in theater at once and that was a very fun experience which
0: rise was great dawn was better and then war was like ugh.
1: War was a bit it just turned. it took all of the complexities out of the first two films and just turned into a and, flat out war movie.
0: Yeah, and it's like and there's a lot of like, well that doesn't make sense, how did that happen? I'm confused, why is this this character sucks, like the Steve Zahn character, I fucking hated that. Oh, yeah, they much. threw Jar Jar Binks into the goddamn planet of the apes movies. That's what they did. And I hated him. Alright.
1: Let's go back to Terminator here before we uh, yeah. wrap up. Uh, this is a pretty good first half. This I think so. Pretty this is productive. fun. This is good. Um, I'll go ahead and jump in on the old arbitrary rating. Go ahead. Um, I think it's going to be... I, okay. I hope it's going to be really fun. I think it's going to be fine. Yeah. I'm going to go cautious. Very cautious right now. and going to give it a five and a half. Yeah. Five and a half. Um... Somebody in this film is going to say, come with me if you want to live, out of 10.
0: Uh, so, have you s- you've you seen all of the Terminator movies? Did you mm-hmm. see Genesis? I did not see Genesis. I didn't see Genesis either, but I know what it is. Yeah, I know. know everything that happens in yeah. that movie. Uh, mainly because <laughs> the trailer spoiled the whole fucking thing. The trailer thing. spoiled that John Connor was a Terminator. Yeah, and you just did now.
1: It's but, a fucking shit movie. I
0: know. So, uh I'm going to I mean I, I think this will be better than that. I don't know if it'll be better than Salvation for me. I still really like the idea I of Salvation. I like Salvation. Salvation. Too. I think
1: it's it's not great, but I think it's got shit on unrightfully.
0: And Rise of the Machines I think is an interesting movie. It's not good, but it's I don't know.
1: Oh, boo fucking who. <sighs> oh,
0: God. What's that from?
1: <laughs> Christian Bale when he was freaking out in the Oh yeah, that was Salvation.
0: Location. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna go same route as you. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go six though. I think it will be better than Genesis. I'm gonna say six, because that's like a fucking three. I'm gonna say six. Someone will say, I'll be back out of ten.
1: Alright, we're gonna hear an ad in the trailer and we
0: will be back. There's actually two ads that play, you know that, right? I don't know, I haven't listened to our podcast in a while. You should, you dummy. I don't have time, man. I don't have time. Put it on while you're jerking off. I don't have to jerk off. Oh, (laughs) me neither. Two days ago, I had this nice, simple life. Now it's a nightmare. Who are you? My name is Sarah Connor. i never seen one like you before. Almost human. I am human. Why do you care what happens to her? Because I was her. do we win? We win... by keeping you alive. I'm
1: going hunting. Hey, welcome back everybody. Um, you just heard uh, some ads in the trailer and we just saw um, Terminator Dark Fate. Listen. Uh, we don't usually get surprised in this podcast. It's happened a couple of times. A couple of times. Um, uh, there was Immortal Engines. Mortal Engines. We were like, this movie's going to be fun. And it was a huge dumpster fire. Trash fire. Just a garbage pile of shit bombs. Um, then there was um, Ready or Not, which we thought, we have no idea what this movie's going to be like. And it came out, and we're like, wow, this was a really fun time. Yeah. Terminator Dark Fate was a whole hell of a lot of fun. I do, Oh, I my realized. goodness. Yeah. Who saw that coming?
0: I didn't. At all.
1: I, Rachel saw it coming.
0: I didn't see it coming, but I really was happy to experience it. It yeah. was fun. It, it was, was really, really fun. It really, was really, fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you look up user reviews on IMDb, which is what I just did, it's a lot of people complaining about the movie. Uh, what are they complaining about? A lot of ones, twos, threes, um, don't touch my franchise, that kind of shit. And Is that
1: a, a man's voice doing that? Yes. Okay. That's my voice for
0: yeah. men. Don't touch my franchise. <laughs> How dare you ruin my childhood by putting a woman in a role for a meal. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's just like, it's people who love the first one and mm. love the second one. But if you look at a lot of stuff in the second one, it is the same as the first. Yeah, they just reverse the roles. Yeah, it's, it's that. But it's also like, you know, the first one, there's a climactic battle with, um, you know, semi, motorcycle, and then um, the end of it it's like they're in a big... But you're thinking of the second one? No, no, no. The I'm motor- thinking of the first one. The freeway
1: one. chase with the motorcycle no, and I'm the semi? No, I'm thinking of the
0: first one. There is a semi and a motorcycle chase in the first one. And then at the end of it, they go to um, like a, a, a factory, right? Like mm-hmm. a, a fa- the second one is exactly the same thing, but it's earlier in the movie. And then also at the end of it, it's a fucking lava factor. <laughs> it's, it's like I believe it's smelting. I know. <laughs> a but lava I know, I'm joking. But <laughs> it, it is the same thing, but it's just like it's bigger. It's all bigger. Yeah. Right? So this one, it's uh it's very similar. So instead of helicopter like you have in the second one, you have planes, right? In this one? Yeah. Yeah. So There's also, like, you know, the Humvees, like, the whole, everything, it's all, obviously, repetition, and you're repeating the same thing, but you're making it bigger, which is exactly what the second one, it did to the first one, but everyone's like, the second one is the second coming of Christ, It's like, it is, for action movies, it it really is, is. and this is not the third coming of Christ, for sure,
1: because we'd all be dead,
0: but it is... We'd be double dead. <laughs> I would be.
1: There's no way now. i would
0: make it. <laughs> but the thing. I mean, this is. It. it if you negate the uh, the existence of three, four, five, which, which they did. you really have to because of what happens in the opening scene, which we won't get into you, right now. But it, you know, it's. What did you expect? I mean, it's a fun, good movie. And mm-hmm. if you really look at it as a trilogy, I think it wraps it up pretty pretty neatly. But it can also open to, you know, future movies. Yeah. Which, based on, you know, box office returns, it, it fucking won't. And it's a bummer because people are sleeping on this movie. And I think it, once again, comes to the marketing campaign. Dude, I... I really think it does. The marketing
1: campaign was hard for this one, dude. Like, they marketed it hard. It was everywhere.
0: But they marketed it in an incorrect way. And let's get into the movie, and we'll sub... We'll... we'll, Not subvert, but we'll come back to it. We'll loop back around to the marketing. Because I think that is the number one thing that ruined this movie.
1: Okay. Um, So, I'm going to say... Coming from the father of a daughter, I... um, I, I really love the representation of women in this movie. It was great. It was great. All three female leads. I would say all three of them are the leads. Um, all three female leads are well-rounded. They have good arcs. Um, they're well-acted. They're, their motivations make sense. Yeah. Uh, big props I want to give out to, first of all, Linda Hamilton. Dude, so she is just. Best.
0: Ugh. I don't know what that got. Well, She doesn't have anything to do with this movie. She's, she's in the whole she's movie. She's driving the movie.
1: Most of the time, quite literally. <laughs> really,
0: really good.
1: Yeah, she was great. Great
0: lines, really funny. Uh, she's wonderful. I love Linda Hamilton. She's yeah, great. She was great.
1: I mean, shout out to Mackenzie Davis, too, who played Grace. Um, she was good. She was great, too. Also, is just, she was the, every time we thought something, she would say it. Yeah. Like there's those tropes in movies where like like at the beginning when uh, the beginning of the movie they, they she first finds the woman she's supposed to be protecting and they go to, to escape this terminator and they stop to talk to ask a question. And yeah. then she just shoves them in the car and she's like, no go, time, we gotta go. go. Yeah, and it's yeah. like that's what I was thinking. I was like, we don't, they don't have time to talk about this. Talk about it in the truck. Yeah, they move the plot forward in meaningful ways that made sense. Um
0: uh, Although there was one line later in the movie, yeah, yeah uh, which yeah. I'll, we'll talk about later. But
1: um, Gabriel Luna, who played uh, apparently his name was Gabriel, Gabriel. Uh, who played the the new version of Terminator, the what do they call it, the T
0: six Arch, the
1: Arc Nine, some shit like yeah, that. Arc, Arc 9, Nine Reactor. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, he it, made an Arc Nine Reactor.
0: It says it right from scraps. In a cave!
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, he was great as a Terminator. He was so off-putting. Like, he was, like, charming, but also, like, menacing at the same time. He was
0: real creepy.
1: Yeah, he was really good. Um, also, I got a special shot. Tim Miller knows how to direct
0: action. Rev 9. He was rev, rev 9. 9. Do you have it on your phone? It, it says Gabriel. Show? Oh, there's a there's a slash, and it says Rev 9. On mine. On mine. Your app sucks. I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I mean... Tim Miller has an eye for how to direct action correctly because... Thank you so much. Yeah. Mike's getting food, everybody. <laughs> uh, because... Crab cakes. Crab cakes. They look uh, good. Wow. Um, holy oh, <laughs> Um. Wish you could smell this, you guys. They never <laughs> will. Um, you never don't know what's going on in the action scenes. They're shot fluidly. There's no shaky cam bullshit. Yeah. You can always follow the action. It was just... It's just a, this is a good movie.
0: I mean, I was pleasantly surprised because this... The the problem that there has been with the Terminator movies is trying to take it into a new direction, but in taking it in a new direction, it's a hacky movie. It's just not good. I mean, Salvation was the closest thing we had, where it's like, it's accepted, which actually can be built off of 3, Rise of the Machines, which 3 also tried to do it, but it was that same kind of thing where it's like, we got two Terminators, they're here to get John Connor, it's the same thing. And then the twist of 3 is that spoiler if you haven't seen rise of the machines um the twist is that judgment day is always coming and it the whole thing was just them uh john connor had to be protected and put into a bunker so he could rise to become the john connor that we all know and love yeah so that was the twist of the movie that it's just you know bombs go off it's just gonna happen so for salvation picks up from where that left off, where it's like now John Connor is played by Christian Bale and he is he is the John Connor that we know and love, but it's all a war movie, that's what uh, Salvation is. Mm-hmm. And then um, Genesis, which it fucking negates three and four, it goes back in time again to try and do the same thing and then it rewrites the events of one and two to create a new movie and not well-received, too ham-fisted, John Connor becomes bad because he's, like, cybernetic as well, and uh, that, you know, that was five, and then six is this, and it negates three, four, five, but I think this is a good example of, you know, raising the stakes completely because of how the movie opens, which we will get into in spoilers, because it's a huge spoiler. The way it opens, man. The way the movie opens, yeah. Yeah. So, the marketing for it is... Shit, but we'll get into that as well. Do you have okay, anything? Why else? do you think the marketing is shit? Uh, we'll talk about it. But do you think there's anything else with spoiler?
1: That spoiler-free. F- spoiler-free. Um, I will say um, one negative. The only negative thing I really have to say about the movie is that there is a quote-unquote twist, and you can see it coming a mile away. Like they set it up pretty ham-fistedly. What's um, that twist? Well, I'm not going to say it.
0: Spoiler-free still. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is do you have anything spoiler-free?
1: Well, I'm just saying. Oh. So for the people okay. who want to listen still. There is a twist that comes, but it's it's so you can see. You, it's like you're wearing binoculars. You can see it just coming from. Okay, I don't know the twist models. you're talking about, but I'll all time. right,
0: okay.
1: Um, but yeah, so that's a spoiler-free section. If you want to um, not have the rest of the movie spoiled, because there's a lot of spoilers in this one, uh, you know what to do. Turn us off. Go see the movie. Turn us back on whenever you.
0: Uh, Want to, you know, hear the rest of the uh, the episode. Okay. And for those who don't give a shit, here it is. Spoiler alert. Now, before we go into this, I'm going to pause it really quick just to make sure we're not getting the weird, warbled audio like we did last time. So, hold on. We're back, everybody. Um, audio's good. Sorry about last time, but we're going uh, to, there's a lot of people talking, but we're going to get into spoiler section right now. So, here we go. Yes. You start.
1: Okay. The twist. In every uh, So in the original Terminator, Sarah Connor needed to be protected because she was going to give birth to John Connor and he's going to lead the revolution. Uh, in this movie, Sarah Connor, who gets introduced pretty early in the film, keeps trying to say to the main character, Danny. Um, Danny? Danny. Danny. Um, that she's being hunted by the Terminator because she's going to give birth to somebody, to the man who's, who's going to lead ride, the revolution. Yeah. And from that line, I'm just like, okay, well, it's going to be her. Like, it's not going to be... Yeah,
0: I, I could kind of clue into that. I, was um, say, but I'm like, I, don't I could know. kind of clue into that when she it was like done. Grace wasn't explaining things. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, she's not answering. So in real life, when you have a conversation that's happening and someone brings up something that you can contradict, you immediately in that situation you are like, no, 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 this is the reason. Mm-hmm. But she has some weird reason as to why she's like, well, the Danny from two days ago couldn't handle the, the bomb I'm about to drop on you. But it's like, also, narratively, it doesn't make sense for you to say it right now, because it needs to happen later for a reveal. And like, that, that is, that's a terrible, that's a great example of terrible writing. Because it's written in a way that's like, oh, this isn't reflective of real life, it's like a reveal in the movie or whatever.
1: You know what I mean? We also sort have of to think about, Grace is a soldier. Soldiers have different mentalities than you and I do. If a soldier is told by a superior officer, "Do not tell past me this because of this," they're gonna follow those orders.
0: Yeah, I get it, but it's also a convenient thing of like, narratively, it doesn't make sense to say this right now because we need to have a a twist later in the movie. Yeah. So, but it wasn't written well, so we could guess it from a mile away. Where it's like the moment she's like, "You're gonna give birth to someone," Grace is like. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she doesn't say anything. No, but, she yeah. doesn't.
0: But in, in you know, watching a movie, you're just like, oh, there's something here. Yeah, and it's pretty easy to guess.
1: That's my only complaint yeah. is that
0: um, um, not not good writing. right You want to talk about the opening? Yeah, the opening. This movie
1: begins. Oh, I was before you get into that. I okay. want to say a very clever way of um doing the uh, production logos.
0: Yeah, from the Uh, 90s.
1: Splicing it in. It looks a real 90s and grainy VHS, and they spliced it in the production companies with old footage of Sarah Connor and the Mental Institute talking about Judgment Day. I thought that was great.
0: Which is great. Um, Instead of showing Judgment Day again, like the big explosion, which we've seen a thousand times. Yeah. Just holding onto the fence, and you're like, I feel like your finger, That image is so comical. It really, well, it's because it's a, uh, it's a, um... I watched T two in theaters when they re released it. Yeah, when James Cameron touched it a little bit, and uh, that's how I that's how I say I don't say retouched or put a wookie in it. He touched it. <laughs> um, but when they showed it again, I was just watching that scene, and it's like just a skeleton that's like tied to a fence, and it's like just wobbling <laughs> in the wind. It's really funny. But so the movie begins like what a year after the events of T two.
1: They don't say when, but it's it's pretty soon after.
0: 1991 is when that one took place, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong on all these dates, because that's another thing about the Terminator franchise. It's like, in 1984, which is, you know, this day, whatever the fuck. So anyway, and then 1997 is the new Judgment Day. Then this movie takes place in 1991, and you're like, wait, I think? And then it comes out in 92. But anyway, so the events of the, first, the second one, I think, take place in 91. 92 is when this one starts. So it's like, they've thwarted it. It's the events of the second one happen. And then there's another Terminator that is sent to kill John Connor. And Linda Hamilton's character, Sarah Connor, does not stop in time. So John Connor gets killed in the opening minutes of this movie. Now, de-aged everybody in that scene,
1: Pretty well done. Pretty well done. Yeah.
0: Incredible.
1: Edward Furlong was really good. Like
0: incredible. I'm gonna
1: bet that he was full CGI too.
0: Full CGI. Linda Hamilton. Incredible. Her de aging was great. Yeah. And Arnold Schwarzenegger had a little bit of a beard, and it was incredible. Yeah. It was really well done. It was the best de aging I've seen.
1: You know who could take some notes? Gemini Man. They could take some notes from this. Yeah. That was.
0: Well, the reason they look so good is because they're not talking. Like, yeah. Linda Hamilton is, but she's in slow motion. And that's the reason that the talking is fine. Because she's, like, using her whole... No! Like that thing. Yeah. That's why it looks... Go- Here's the problem with so many CG faces. Crew. Corridor crew. Yeah. The upper lip is moving. That's not how things go. Yeah. Your entire upper jaw basically which that when you're talking your bottom jaw moves your <laughs> upper lip moves but not in the weird
1: yeah it always rises up it rises and, and really bad with the
0: nose like it makes no sense and that's the reason that de or you know the de-aging technology is so weird <clears throat> in any CG faces um, like in Princess Leia in uh, uh, Rogue One it's the, that's the <sighs> reason it falls apart so anyway movie opens that way and um, from that moment I didn't know how to feel and then the movie starts happening, and I'm like, okay, we're getting some characterization, okay, good, 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 and it, it flowed, it, it was really good, I really, really, yeah, I enjoyed it. Mike's typing, so I guess I'm just going fill, to fill the, the filler, um, but yeah, I mean, you get the whole origin of the Terminators and everything like that, so. Yeah,
1: we just talk about, like, Terminator killing John? What about it? Did you say that? Yeah, I said it. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you were gone the that whole was typing. time. Typing, sir.
0: But yeah, kills John Connor, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's the, it's the T eight hundred, which was <clears throat> which is another thing that doesn't really make sense as to why, like, why would they send a T eight hundred to kill John Connor after they've like the Resistance has sent a T eight hundred to protect John. Well, Sarah Connor.
1: Connor says that they sent multiple ones.
0: Yeah, but and that they, one just tracked him. But no. they had already sent, like, when. This is. No, I, I know what she said
1: The original From the first movie the, All those T-800s That came from the first movie it's, Apparently they sent Multiple ones So one of them Finally just found them
0: Oh, after After the, the events the Of Terminator events 2 of Terminator 2
1: Yeah
0: Huh, okay Yeah That makes sense So, okay He's
1: just chilling On the beach Carrying a shotgun around I she mean so Little kids
0: <laughs> Okay, so if that So they all All the T-800s are. So how many did they send?
1: I don't know She said she's been Killing them for She said she killed
0: At least three other ones Hmm. That okay. So that. Well, I read a. I read some IMDb plot holes, and that was one of them. That like, why would they send a T eight hundred after they've already sent a T one thousand to kill John Connor? Yeah, it's but not it's a plot like, hole because they already sent. They more already than sent T eight hundreds in the events of Terminator One. Okay, well that one nixes that. Yeah. Um, also, there's another one that's like, well, they couldn't send metal. Um. So how did they send the? The molten, which we'll get into. They couldn't send metal? Yeah, they couldn't send metal back. That's why you had to have like an organic skin around it. Oh, yeah. But also, that's Skynet. Mm -hmm. What's the thing in this one? Gemini? (laughs) Legion. Legion. So, Legion. what if Legion could? Like, that's that's an open-ended thing where you can just infer that, oh, well, Legion's better than Skynet, obviously. So, they sent a metal man with molten, you know, liquid face around it. But then also, what about the T-8000? Like, he was also.
1: This is Terminator 3? Um, no, oh, 3 was a girl, a woman.
0: Oh, uh, wait. Yeah, what about her? She's metal, mm-hmm. but she's also. Okay. So, no, T2, because it's Robert. Yeah, he was Patrick. liquid metal. Or He's liquid metal, so mm-hmm. he doesn't have an exoskeleton. Right. Or an, in an endoskeleton? Exoskeleton. No, exo is out. What's a skeleton. Yes. <laughs> a metal skeleton. Scary body. So, anyway, yeah. Um, So that's a plot hole that is clearly explained away. Uh, Yeah, it's just, it's like all these plot holes, it's just like people that didn't pay attention. Mm -hmm. So now they're like, well, what about this? And it's like, no, that's explained by either broad, like you can infer or it was thought of and it's explained. So it's just, it's people nitpicking a movie that doesn't really need it. Like there's so many movies that (laughs) do need it and just people don't do it. And then it makes $4 million Four million. Wow, four hundred million at the box office, uh, like you know, Hobbs and Shaw. All right, let's, so, let's focus back. Yeah, let's do right. it. <laughs>
1: um, I like how the plot moved forward naturally. Like they yeah. went from place to place. Everything made sense from why they went to where they went to. They were constantly being chased by this T. Whatever uh, what was it? Rev nine. Rev nine, and um, and I like the fact that he, there wasn't much lapse in how long it took for him to catch them. Yeah. Because there's a lot of times in movies like this where it's like just cat and mouse. Or days. Just like Days where they can't catch him, and this guy was like, nope, five minutes later he just found him. every He's time. on it.
0: On it, on it, on it. It's an
1: interesting observation on our surveillance state that we live in too. Yeah. Like it's so easy to find anybody because there's just cameras everywhere and yeah. microphones everywhere and it's just easy to just hack into anything especially when you're, you know, a MacGuffin of a villain. <laughs> like you can just do anything. Yeah. I, I also love, it's a little bit lazy writing but I enjoy lazy writing when it's kind of self-aware. When, um... She's talking about Sarah Connor's getting all these texts from this mystery, you know, person who's yeah. telling, where all these telling her where all these Terminators are going to appear. And she says she can't trace it because it's encrypted. So then uh, Grace, uh, the you know, enhanced human from the future, says, uh, where's your phone? And takes her phone pops it back out. And Sarah Connor says, what are you doing? She says, future shit. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's pretty great. And I'm like, yeah,
1: that's the way to explain it away.
0: <laughs> I mean, she's a soldier, so that's how soldiers t- talk. Yeah, they, don't uh, want
1: they keep it close to the vest
0: bulletproof vests. Ah. Um, actually, our soldiers don't have shit when it comes to bulletproof vests because, uh, you know, I mean, the military gets Our them, soldiers? Yeah. we are blackjackets. jackets. But they're not... I mean, they, they can't stop uh, armor-piercing bullets, obviously. Well, nothing can stop armor-piercing bullets. But That's you could best. make an armor that could... Whatever. I mean, we give how many millions of dollars to our... Whatever. So, here's the deal.
1: Here's the deal. Okay, here's the deal. Uh,
0: this is... Uh, so, I want to get to... Um, Grace, should we talk about Grace more, I guess? Grace, yeah. Grace, Grace. She yeah, she's the um she's been uh edited. She's a human that's been made better, like enhanced augmented. Or augmented, thank you. Um but she's uh she's a good foe to the uh Rev nine, I think. She holds her own. They have great fights, yeah. Yeah, those are fun. Those are good. Really well choreographed, yeah. Really,
1: really invented the final fight too. We haven't even gotten to that we haven't even talked about Arnold yet.
0: Yeah, oh, that, okay, so Linda Hamilton shows up when it seems like no one can stop, and then she shows up, kills the Terminator, kind of, for a second, and then they take her uh, vehicle, and then she's stranded. Yeah. And then, uh, that's the thing about Grace, too, is, like, she is basically, she's more human than augmented, so mm. she, like, starts to break down, basically. So she needs um, sodium something, pen. pen-, pen- I know she said, um...
1: It's like a mixture of a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. But she needs that shit to live essentially. So there's random parts in the movie where she like just starts to break down during big fights because her augmentation was supposed to be only meant for short, short bursts. bursts. And when fighting this, you know, liquid piece of shit, she's just like constantly biting so she gets tired and stuff. But they end up need- they find up tracking down who's delivering these secret messages to Sarah Connor, and we find out.
0: It's a Arnold Schwarzenegger. And so he it's the one that killed John Connor in the opening scene. Which
1: I was surprised by. I thought it was going to be a different one. Because like in the trailer, we all know that Arnold's going to be in the movie. But I thought yeah. it, and when we saw the opening, I thought, okay, that was just a different T-800. I was surprised to learn that it was the same one.
0: Oh, I assumed it would be. I didn't. Um, because I knew that that was the Arnold we've seen. And I knew that in the trailer, he's going to be old. And I knew that from Genesis, the organic material breaks down. Which... Mm. I knew for a fact that they were just going to use that same thing because it's easier to DH him for one scene than DH him for the entire last third of the movie, um, and also it makes sense for dramatic wise that that would be it. So they'd be at odds, him and um, Sarah Connor. But here's the, here's the reason that I think the marketing failed is because they, the fact that they're the face of the, this movie, that means that executives think. Oh well, they're only gonna go see it if... Wow, that was a terrible pour. Uh, <laughs> Mike just poured on the. It's a huge lip.
1: You gotta pour it in another large lip. It's it's not conducive to good pouring. You'd oh, be a
0: terrible father, bird. Um, what? You know what that
1: means? Yeah, I get it, but like they both have tiny beaks. Yeah, but the uh, and the beaks are streamlined to have things pour out of them. No, this geez. is it's a big old opening. Um, sorry, like water pitchers have spouts on them.
0: Anyway, I think the marketing failed because the executives are just like, well, if we put Arnold and Linda Hamilton's back, we put them as, like, the focal point for the trailer, then, and that's all the marketing. Like, they did press tours and junkets and stuff like that. If they would have pulled a Marvel where it's like, you think this is happening and then it's not, or something like that. Like, they were big parts of this movie. Mm. And I feel like the reveal is the bonus thing like if the plot here's the thing the plot alone is good enough to get people into the door right so maybe if you only showed maybe that beginning scene like i'd rather have that beginning scene as the fight scene at the factory no 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 no. the um john connor getting killed Hmm. i feel like if they would have marketed it as that and be like look what if like what if these events happen so it's gonna piss off people but it's also gonna be like, we're going in a completely different direction. And that's the trailer. The first opening scene is the trailer. And then like a slight nod to Danny and a slight nod to this new T8, rev 9 and like just these slight things. So you don't even know that Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger are in it later. Because when Linda Hamilton shows up in the movie, if you didn't know that was gonna happen in the trailer, mm. you would have your mind blown. It was a
1: great introduction.
0: Great intro. Amazing, She says, I'll be back, right like that. Yeah, yeah. It is... It works so well. That should not have been in the trailer. And uh. I think that is that is a reason that people didn't go see this movie. Because they think, well, that's in there. That's the best part of it. They, sh- they, they should have been surprises. So then, uh, that's because word of mouth still gets people in the door. Word of mouth, critic reviews. Yeah, but word of mouth doesn't really work on blockbuster films. It can, though. Because critics... Slash this movie, I think I it really. It got sixty-six
1: percent around Rotten Tomatoes, so they didn't slash it.
0: Well, people did, right?
1: I didn't. I didn't look at the audience score. Uh,
0: I think. I think audience is slightly above critic, but I. I really think it's the one critic review, and I, I really, but then if all those things are falling apart, so it's not those, not those, not those. What else is left? It's the marketing campaign, right? See that's the thing,
1: they went overboard in the marketing, so I don't it's it's hard to think that it's the marketing's fault but for But in
0: the wrong way. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying they spent too much money and put it too in they marketed this movie wrong. I think that's the problem. Because oh, what they marketed 71%, as seventy one
1: percent, eighty four percent audience score.
0: Yeah, dude. People liked it. I mean, I really and but the word's not out there. Because the word that people are seeing is just oh, it's another Terminator movie. Oh, that's what it is. James Cameron, eh, whatever. He's He's looking at the Titanic again, who cares? He's making Avatar, no one cares. That's the thing that people say. And I think that's the reason that uh, not a lot of people saw this movie. I really think it comes down to the way it was marketed.
1: Hmm.
0: If you would have had Arnie revealed in the movie and not the, that, that would have spread more people, like that would have been more critics just being like, you gotta go see this movie for how different it is. Because it is different than the other ones, and I think it deserves a lot of credit for that. You know how I judge... I'm carrying most of this because Mike has been eating the rest. You know how I judge um, the
1: the layman's version of film going? I asked my roommate, Scott, about it. Did he see this? No. My roommate, Scott, is... Did he say why? Hold on. My roommate, Scott, love him to death. He's great. He is the average moviegoer, Mm -hmm. like incarnate. He sees movies purely on dumb instinct. He's the kind of guy who will post a fan-made trailer for a film and be excited about it because he thinks it's a real movie. So he's like the average market. He wants to see this movie for the only reason of Arnold and Lynn Hamilton are back. Wow. So that's why I don't think they missed the market the marketing because I know that's who they're going for, is the people who aren't hardcore moviegoers.
0: But that's their problem
1: is well, because... Well, they know people like us are going to see it. They know Terminator fans are going to see it. They're going after the other people.
0: And that's the problem with... Okay. Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake, 2010, that's the problem with that movie. The problem with... Like, they're they're trying... Here's the problem. I'm trying to word this in a way that's exciting, because I'm thinking of all this stuff. By the way, head. we do
1: love this movie. Just want to clear that up.
0: The problem is, you're trying to service the fanboys, and you're trying to service new people. Is out of context, service the fanboys sounds uh, real dirty. Thanks for that. You're trying <laughs> to get the fanboys in the door you're also trying to get the layman in the door and the problem is you're compromising the vision of the filmmaker you're compromising all these things you're talking about the trailer right uh yeah and you're compromising all these things to appease everybody the problem with nightmare on Elm street 2010 is that the movie is just dog shit because that movie itself is trying to appease everybody Mm. and it's like Well, the fans love when Tina got killed, so we'll change Tina's name and then make it seem like that's who we're gonna follow the whole movie. And then she gets killed in Tina's way, and then you're like, that's not fucking what anybody asked for. And people that are coming into it don't understand why it's iconic because they've never seen a Nightmare on Elm Street movie before. Mm. If you're trying to get new people into the door of the Terminator franchise, you focus on the fact that you got three powerful females that are gonna be the head of this movie. Did I get that from the trailer? No. I got one, two. I didn't know that Danny was going to be a main character. I thought really? That, I mean, I assumed, but I thought it would be kind of like the uh, Linda Hamilton of the first one. She's like, she's there, but Kyle Reese is the main, you know. Yeah. But the second one, you got Linda Hamilton, and that's the reason that that movie's so great. But the second one, okay, the twist of the second one is that Arnold Schwarzenegger is good in this movie. Mm-hmm. But in the marketing campaign, that wasn't revealed. No. So what the fuck are you doing?
1: Like, that's a great marketing campaign. That is that a great marketing too, campaign
0: yeah. point, because that's a goddamn twist. But now every movie is marketed as to like, oh, here's the twist. You're going to see it because of the twist. Yeah. It's like, well, now I'm not going to see it because you fucking show me the twist. Yeah. The twist is that Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger are in this movie. She also has a higher credit than he does on the...
1: Well, she's in the whole movie. I know. <laughs> it's great. It's good to see. Um... <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I love this movie. That was great. I oh, thought it was great. The um the final battle was so well done. Yeah, it was tense. You didn't know where it was gonna go. I there was a point when I leaned over to to Garrett and I said, um, I'm really excited that I genuinely want to know where this movie's going. Yes. Because like there was a lot of points where I was just like, I don't know where this is going, and I'm really happy about that. Yeah. And I really want to know where it's going, and they make you want to mm. know where it's going.
0: There's a there's a plot point where they get the only way to kill this thing, the Rev Nine, is to get an EMP, an electromagnetic pulse. And they get it in a pretty ridiculous way. Like, Linda Hamill's just like, I know a guy. And then it's a guy that's like committing treason to give her an EMP. <laughs> and then the Rev-9 finds him, shoots at him. They get in a the van. They head over to airport. And then they get a plane. And then in the whole shootout, on the plane, they realize the EMP got shot. So it's not going to work. Mm. And it, when that was realized, I was like, oh, I actually <laughs> made this sound Because I didn't know what was coming next. I didn't know what it would be. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: um, I mean, even the, the when the Humvee got stuck under the dam, Yeah. in my mind, I'm like, how the fuck did you get out of this? Yeah,
0: and then he comes in, and you're like, oh, he hates windows. <laughs>
1: yeah, he really does hate windows. Uh, the,
0: Rev 9, the Rev 9 hates windows. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> stabbing and beating. Like,
1: every time there's a window in a vehicle, just, that window's gone. He's like, oh, fuck this window. I don't need that here.
0: <laughs> it's very similar to Robert Patrick with just one window in uh, T2 when he, like, pushes the thing out of oh, the yeah. semi. But, oh, so I wanted to say this, too. Um, the bold predictions that we had. Yeah. What was yours again?
1: That either Arnold or Lynn Hamilton will die permanently. Arnold? Yeah. yeah. And then um, Your bold prediction was that somebody would say, I'll, I'll be back. back. And, and it happened pretty did. early. It really happened. They early. never said, um, they didn't say come with me when I live. She said come with me unless you're gonna die in thirty seconds. So yeah. I'm like, ah oh, that's funny. Yeah, but, that was
0: good. It was a good subversion. Yeah. But yeah, so Oh yeah, so the ending. Yeah, I mean But I
1: mean like it, it the ending built up like there was problems, like the fight started. And then you thought, okay, well, there's, not, there's nobody going to beat them. And then they had to—you watch them all figure out how to beat him together. Yes. And it like it was a it was a mixture of like them doing one thing and not working, trying something else and not working, ramping it up, ramping it up, ramping it up. Mm-hmm. So finally, you think he's like done for, but then of course he's not done for. Yep. And then you finally find the final ending, which ends up Grace having to sacrifice herself to take her, her energy or her source. power source yeah. and stab in the eye of the Rev Nine because that guy hates windows, and, um, <laughs> and the eyes are the window of the soul. And uh 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 <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, it was an interesting... Is there a
0: theme here? Is there a theme <laughs> happening with windows? It was an interesting,
1: engaging fight that made me care. It wasn't a CGI slugfest. It wasn't yeah. a blue beam to the sky. It was a knockdown, dragout fight where the characters had to figure out an intuitive... intuitive ingenuity,
0: use ingenuity to figure out how to beat this bad guy. It was fucking great. And the C- Tim Miller. The CG is truly incredible. Yeah. Now, here's the problem as well, is this movie didn't get the box office returns it should have. I think Tim Miller's career is over. I don't. You don't? I don't.
1: He's in good hands. I mean, first of all, he's, got, he's right on the credit of Deadpool. Yeah. And you also got. Um, did he do Zombieland?
0: No. Who that was, was it? Ruben Fleischer. Of? Oh, Ruben Fleischer,
1: you're right. Um, but I mean, this is a good movie. It got reviewed well critically. 71% is Dude, bad. I
0: hope there's a resurgence. I hope more people go. But what's everyone seeing instead? Maleficent for the fourth time. Fuck, line? dude. Joker still. Joker. I mean, Joker's a better movie, obviously. But this is a good... See, I mean, I would gladly accept this is the trilogy ending of the from the second. Yeah, it's a good ending. I think it genuinely Joker is. Joker
1: was number two again.
0: What was one? Mal-
1: Maleficent? No, Terminator was. 29 million. Oh, okay. Maleficent was third. See, it I, it's not going to go anything. Harriet, pro- that's not doing well. The problem
0: is if Dr. Sleep gets number one, which that one is interesting because who asked for that, Right.
1: I mean, it's a book. It's I a. Mean, it is a
0: book, but who's clamoring for a fucking nobody. shiny sequel? I mean, nobody's clamoring for a Terminator Terminator sequel. But I don't know. I think it was good. I, it did what it was supposed to do. Um, it, it was fun. Um, I liked it, and uh, I it, go see it. I mean, just even if, even if you don't like it, just go see it. Just. I want to hear what you guys have to say. So write to us. I also would like to know who is listening to this podcast because it can't just be all the open micers in Grand Rapids. (laughs) There's no way. There's not 60 open micers, 60 to 80 open micers in Grand Rapids. I know Alex Blotkowski is listening to it twice. Come <laughs> is on. he really? No, he's uh-huh. not. But come on, guys. I got I to know what, who you are and what you think Yeah, and all that good stuff. Make
1: sure you like our fan page. Go on there. and inter- we, We're on there every day. We put content up every day. We interact with you guys. If you we comment, we'll yep. talk to you. We'll let you know who's talking they to you Send us talk. messages.
0: Write a review. I know at least three of you are taking a shit right now. Right now. So write a review. And give us five stars. That would be great.
1: Yeah, we, we've got a perfect five-star rating right now on iTunes still to this yeah. day. Um, uh, but
0: it gets help. It, it helps when people write them and then it goes up in the ranks. Yeah, so if you like, if you would you like really our nice. podcast, which
1: you do, you're listening to it. Write us a review, give us some stars. Then we get moved up in the ranks. We get more listens. We get more ads. We make money. We it compels us to do more content,
0: bonus episodes. Start a Patreon. Maybe start a Patreon. A yeah, we go see two movies today, and then we. Get, one I later. get so
1: many messages from people wanting us to see indie films. Like people want us to see Jojo Rabbit. Jo like Jojo Rabbit. Yep. If we have a Patreon, we can do that.
0: Yeah, I, we just—it's not feasible right now. So yeah. if you are one of the people that wants that to happen, I mean, get, let us know what what you're interested in. Yeah. Um, all that good stuff. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Arbitrary rating is no longer arbitrary because we've seen the movie, it's a rating. What do you rate this movie?
1: I really enjoyed it. It was a lot a lot of fun. I got to just enjoy an action film. I can't complain about much. There's a couple of things I didn't like, but not enough to wear down the whole film for me. So I'm gonna give it a solid seven and a half. Seven point eight. Mm. Seven point eight do um, uh, butterflies or polka dots. No solid colors. Or balloons. <laughs> out, out of ten. 10.
0: Alright, well, I'm with Mike. I think that I think it was very fun. Um, I, I think it's a good end of the trilogy. I think it's a better uh, finish to a trilogy than The Dark Knight Rises, so suck my dick on that one. Um, the, mo- the more I think about that movie, it is so much trash. Uh, but I'm gonna give this one a... I gave Lighthouse an 8, and I think that is a better film, a better experience. Um, God, man, I mean, I'm gonna give it a 7.5. I think I like it a little less than you. Maybe? Mm-hmm. You just gave it a seven eight to be weird. I'm gonna give it a seven. 7. I just think
1: the seven point five is not fair because it is closer to an eight than it is a seven for me.
0: Okay, seven point seven five. It's a couple percentage decimal points. It's our first decimal uh, rating. Yeah, seven point seven five. Um, actually, a 0. .5 would also be a decimal rating. But you mean like like another another place in the decimal? Yeah, well, I mean, 0.5, I don't know. I guess we do
1: give 0.5s,
0: but... Uh, 7.75. God, what's a good line in this movie? How about sledgehammers to the oily, greasy, black liquid, weird, what was that face? (laughs) What is that thing? What What is is he made out of? Yeah. Some sort of future liquid. It's future (laughs) liquid. It makes no sense. But anyway... Um, out of 10. I'm going to give it 7.75, whatever the hell that was, out of 10.
1: All right, though. Garrett, where can the kiddies find you this weekend?
0: Um, I'm going to be at Dr. Grin's Comedy Club on Thursday, and then I will be in, uh, what is it, uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, Friday, Saturday. I'm going to be at a comedy club. What's the club um, called? It is called. Let me pull he it up He doesn't right remember. It's, there, it's in a bar. Who are you bar. opening for? Who are you opening for? I'm opening for Brad Williams. Yeah, Brad Williams, Brad. man. That's fucking awesome. Can I pitch my shit? Alright, go ahead, bro. Uh, Laf, let's this I was trying to, to fill again. time while you were trying to find the club. I had it pulled up and you just kept interrupting me. You didn't have it pulled up. I did. Laugh Camp Comedy Club. Guys, it's at Camp Bar. So if you know anybody or you are in St. Paul, Minnesota, come hang out. Uh, I'll be there for a while. I'm going to go hang out with Kevin McCarthy, my good buddy from the Carrot Podcast. That's going to be on Sunday. Does he live in Minnesota? He does. He moved to Min- uh, Minneapolis. Oh. But the Twin Cities, I'm going to be hanging out with him. Maybe we'll record some episodes for the Carrot. Check that out. All right. That's my weekend.
1: I am, uh, I'll am. i be in at the Funny Farm Comedy Club in Youngstown, Ohio, Friday night. Um, that's Friday night, November 8th, I think at 8 p.m.,
0: is it 8? Is it 8 p.m.? Tickets are $20. How much are they? I mean, you
1: can't rattle me. Uh, and then I'm somewhere in Otsego on Saturday night. I don't remember where, though. Oh. Uh, some club. Somebody, if you're one of the people who booked me, let me know <laughs> where it is. They haven't told you? No, I, I can look it up. I figured, I'm sure i figured out what it is. Jesus. Um, it's probably actually written down in here. Uh, it's not. Um, but yeah, if so you can find me this weekend.
0: Well, that's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't have anything else to add. Go find us on all the things. We've already told you to do that. But, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just kidding. We're not um, on Instagram. We're, we're individually on there. But, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm Garrett Elzinga. I'm Mike Logan. And, and that, that was, was great. great. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> have you tried the new Oreo? Is there a new Oreo? <laughs> yeah, it's the mystery flavor. I'm going to win $50,000, buddy. What flavor do you think it is? Churro. Churro, huh? I have a bit where I've been calling it grandma's pussy. <laughs> What? Yeah. What's
1: the context behind that? Well, because
0: I tell the, the Grandma Tits joke in the Titanic movie. Titanic. Titanic. And then right after that, I say, um, you guys tried the new Oreo. A lot of people are saying different things. It's a mystery flavor. You can guess when $50,000. Some people say it's churros. Some people say it's uh, gingerbread. I think it's grandma's pussy. <laughs> but it's spelled G-R-A-H-A-M-A-apostrophe-S, pussy. Grandma. Apostrophe-S, because she owns that shit. That's her property. And I know you guys are like, well how do you know what Graphic's pussy tastes like? It's like, well, have you guys have you guys seen Titanic? Well God. That's, that's the it. that's the end. Oh I recorded all that. It's going into the episode. <laughs> it in.